Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, it's time once again for another episode of Bad Language. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. It is December, and we just celebrated another anniversary over the weekend. Not a good one. The Unleash Hell. Well, I tell you what, Mike Tomlin didn't say let's unleash hell, but it feels like it's been unleashed on the Steelers after two straight losses due to lost teams. Wow, that's a mouthful, isn't it? Yes, losing to the Cardinals, but four days later, losing to the Patriots. It did not seem possible. Those seemed like gimmies, but in the National Football League, nothing is a gimme. And it's funny, look around the league. We are very despondent right now as Pittsburgh Steelers fans, and we should be. But when you look at it, your black and gold are still the sixth seed in the conference. It's just amazing to me. But the problem with being the sixth seed right now is they've got to start winning. You're not going to be the sixth seed for much longer if you don't start winning football games, especially in a very crowded AFC North division where right now you as the Pittsburgh Steelers are still, of all things, the second place team, no, excuse me, the third place team. But Cincinnati seems to have found a quarterback in Jake Browning. Which, how much money is that guy going to make? If he continues to win football games, he's going to make some money. It's the Mike Flynn thing all over again. If you don't know who Mike Flynn is, made a lot of money when Aaron Rodgers went down and won some games. As a free agent, the Seahawks gave him this big money deal. But I digress. That doesn't matter. Your Steelers are still in the thick of it. But it's easy for you to say, but bad, not for long. Not when the Steelers are playing like this. So the crux of this episode today is looking at some narratives and looking at some pessimism 
And hey, there is plenty of reason for pessimism in Pittsburgh right now. But debunking, even whether you feel you're right, and you may be absolutely right, but debunking some of those narratives right now because what's actually going to happen, whether it's right or wrong. And that's that's the number one thing here. And I'm going to say it again. Matt Canada is gone because Mike Tomlin finally got it across to Art Rooney that he needed to go. You can go ahead and dispute me no matter how much you want, you can. But from what I have been through my research and what I've been learning through conversations is that that's absolutely correct. So the first narrative that I want to go ahead and address here is the narrative that Mike Tomlin's on the hot seat. Now the national media has jumped in saying that Mike Tomlin might be on the hot seat. He's not. He's absolutely not on the hot seat. Well, he is. He's on your hot seat. He's on the fans' hot seat. I was in the stadium, or as Mike Tomlin says, in stadium. I was there the other night at Akrasher. And from the very first series, when things went wrong under Mitch Trubisky, well, you know what happened? They started blaming Tomlin. Because they can't blame Matt Canada anymore. So, I'm not here saying whether you are right or you are wrong. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just going to... This is truth police right now. This is me just saying that that's not the way it's going to be, though. Let's go back to the Jesse James catch. That was a catch back in 2017. That I think that was one of the moments where this this team died. And it was a bad call against this team. You know it was a catch. I know it was a catch. Jesse James, the Patriots, everybody knew it was a catch. But it wasn't a catch. Because Al Riveron and the boys at the NFL said it wasn't. Because they wanted to ensure a victory for the Patriots. Horrible call. Now, it's funny. I'm not going to get into officiating right now, but it's funny. Patrick Mahomes is complaining about an offsides penalty in his game that where they would have won the game against Buffalo. And the man was clearly offsides. Kadarius Tony was offsides. But they're going to... That might be room for a rule change because it was Patrick Mahomes who's complaining. There's such a double standard. There's... What's good for the goose is not good for the gander in the NFL. But that's not what I'm talking about here. Even if you think that Mike Tomlin should be on the hot seat, he's not. 
Am I saying he should be on the hot seat? I'm not saying. Am I saying that Matt Canada should not have been let go because there's more of a problem? No, the problem was Matt Canada. However, with the exception of the first week, they have not been able to distance themselves from Matt Canada. Even though he's not in the building, there's some problems. There's a lot of problems on this team right now. But a lot of fans are blaming Mike Tomlin right now. And I understand. I was one of the people that was just really upset about the play calling. Then I talked to somebody I really trust, and that's KT Smith. Here we go to the Steelers show. He said, Brian, those play calls were actually perfect to end the game. I'm talking third and two and fourth and two. He said, pick plays were run perfectly. Allen Robinson on fourth down was wide open. George Pickens was open on third down. Mitch Trubisky overthrew Pickens on third. On fourth down, Pat Fryermuth executed a pick. But what happened? Allen Robinson's all along. He went for a 50-50 ball. And he failed. Because it was poor quarterback play. Does that excuse... Mike Tomlin, no, I'm not calling for that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it was poor play. Now, as far as missing wide receivers, coach is saying, when I say coach, coach Kevin Smith, you could catch him on the call sheet on our NFL affiliate here at Fans First Sports Network. And tomorrow morning on Here We Go, the Steelers show. He was saying about open receivers, these receivers aren't getting separation. And the attitudes of the receivers right now, namely Deontay Johnson and George Pickens, it's not good. So those are some of the problems, but the Mitch Trubisky play is absolutely terrible. And here's another thing about the quarterback situation. Now, we cannot go back and say that if Kenny Pickett was in that game, that this team wins. I actually think it was. I I think it is. True. I think they win this game if Kenny Pickett's in the game. Sure, Kenny Pickett is going to miss some passes. Kenny Pickett's not going to throw in a egregious interception like you saw. I mean, it was a really bad interception that he threw in that game against New England. He's probably not throwing that interception. So that's another thing to look at here. 
it's the interceptions. It is the, sure, Kenny Pickett's going to overthrow guys. He'll be wide on guys. But he's still going to make plays. He's going to make more plays. That's why he's in there. Which leads to another narrative that needs to be debunked right now. Whether you think Kenny Pickett is the guy or is not the guy, there's no way that this team is going to go ahead and draft a quarterback in the first round next year. They're not going to draft one high. I could see this team drafting a fourth rounder because they need to revamp that entire quarterback room behind Kenny Pickett. I'm not saying that Kenny Pickett is the absolute future of this team. But in the minds of the Pittsburgh Steelers, they are not going to make a move. They're not changing that philosophy that much. Now, one narrative that is out there, and I absolutely agree with right now, is the fact that the Steelers are probably going to go outside of the organization. One thing to know about this entire situation right now is that the last two games has not cemented an inside candidate at offensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's almost apparent. It's not just apparent, it's imperative. And I think the organization knows this, that they have to go outside now. And I actually think they will. I really think they will because it's not working. However, one thing that is working is the fact that there was a different philosophy when Matt Canada wasn't there in that win over Cincinnati. And if Kevin Smith is right, and I I agree with it's a coaching clinic. The guy's spent his entire career coaching. And I don't care what level it's on. The guy knows football. And if he's saying, hey, Brian, these guys were open. And the quarterback missed it and that those plays would have worked. It's not wrong. And I was thinking about this too. I'm like, just run. But then again, you're up against Bill Belichick. And that team was defending the run very well in that game. And everybody was expecting the run. So that makes me think. Yeah, they had they had the players open. They had the receivers open and it works. Deontay Johnson wasn't open but the guys underneath were. And if they're defending the run like that, you might get 15 to 20 yards on a play like that and definitely get in Boswell's field goal range. It wasn't a rainy night in Pittsburgh. That would have worked. 
So these are some of the narratives. And there's other narratives to talk about. And we're going to do that. So stick around. It is bad language. It is the Fans First Sports Network. It is the Steel Curtain Network. And we'll be back right after this. Stick around. It's bad language. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. You can call me bad. And I have been here from the beginning here at Steel Curtain Network. And I continue to be, well, God willing, as long as you all keep me. And I thank you all. We cannot have these shows without our fans, without those fans not just listening to us live on YouTube, but those driving down the road or at their job and letting us accompany you through the wee hours of the night, through the doldrums of the day, through that those long miles on the interstate or the back roads, we thank you. And I had a chance to check out another great episode of Let's Ride this morning. Good on you. If you didn't, go back and check it out. Check out all of our shows. Lots of good stuff happened over the weekend. With the Pittsburgh Steelers here on the Steel Curtain Network as we sift through that Thursday night loss. The game I went to, I'm one and one on the season. I'm not wearing that old Dermani, I got his name wrong, Dermani Dawson jersey again. Just not. I figured I'd do the throwback from 1994. It did not work. That was just a game that they played poorly. And you're going to have games like that. You just can't have them back to back. And you can't lose three out of four. And that's what's going on with the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. What about the defense? I saw something on X, which I'm still having a hard time calling Twitter X. But I saw something where Tara Austin is very close to being public enemy number one. I told you that was going to happen. We have to have somebody to blame at all times. And those of you not blaming Austin are blaming Tomlin right now. Mitch Trubisky just isn't the guy either. Now, I can see your complaint. Why aren't they going to Mason Rudolph? The stadium was chanting for Mason right away. 
I just don't believe that they believe that he's any better. So those are the things to look at here. Please don't get me wrong. I'm never going to say that you are wrong as a fan. Your feelings count. I'm just saying that what we think is going to happen or what we think should happen will not happen. Cause there's, even though it makes sense, cause there's things that make sense to me. And I could easily be swayed by people that are smart. But in this situation, they're not ready to move on from Kenny Pickett. And if Mike Tomlin wants to leave, that's the only way he's leaving right now. It's got to get a lot worse than this. And that's mind-shattering. It just is. If it took this long to get rid of Matt Canada, it's going to get take a lot longer for them to move on from Mike Tomlin. And if I'm being perfectly honest with you, I'm not ready for them to move on from Mike Tomlin yet. But a lot of people are starting to wonder now. They, I talked to somebody that I told them I was in stadium the other night. And he said, please, this is somebody I respect in the NFL. Somebody that is uh, the source of great information as well. And he asked me, he said, they're not turning on Tomlin, are they? I'm like, yeah, they absolutely are. They as the fans. He's like, oh, that's too bad. And you know what? I, I kind of, I understand what you're saying. All these years that this team should have so many more wins. These teams should have more playoff wins. I understand that. I agree with that. But you know what? The problems that were with Bill Cower are the ones we're forgetting about too. They're the same kinds of problems you're having right now. Those of you that weren't old enough to be a fan in 1998 to 2000 don't realize how bad it actually was. People were turning on Bill Cower there too. And the problems were not good. Now, a lot of people, I was talking about Terrell Austin. A lot of people are down on the defense. My gosh, it is hard. Seriously. Bad, you're just making excuses. Yeah, I'm going to make an excuse here. It's hard to blame the defense right now. That front seven is playing tough and they're losing guys. You're down. People who are complaining about Michael Walker. My gosh, what are you going to do without Michael Walker right now? He's making stops. And thank goodness you have a Landon Roberts coming back. Thank goodness he's still there. You know, so you lose Quan Alexander, you lose Cole Holcomb. And you were starting to realize how good those guys were too. Now you know how good a Landon Roberts could be 
on this team. And we're we're blaming guys like Trenton Thompson. Trenton Thompson has done a lot of good things. The only problem with Trenton Thompson is he shouldn't be there because you have injuries. If you don't have injuries to Keanu Neal, you don't have injuries to... Uh, I know Minka's back, but he had Minka before that was out. You have to bring these guys up, and these next men up are doing well. But this is a makeshift defense right now. You lose Highsmith. Herbig had to play a good bit of that game. Marcus Golden, if you're wondering where Marcus Golden is, you didn't check the inactives. Marcus Golden was inactive. Blake Martinez was in the game towards the end. Number 40, Blake Martinez. He was in there. And something that I want to talk about too is the Steelers got the Patriots off sides on that punt. Everybody in the stadium knew it. Belichick knew it. Number 48 for the Patriots. I can't remember his name. He was so upset because he jumped off sides. And they call the snapper. They call Christian Kuntz for it. And everybody was stunned. But not a lot of people were talking about that after the game because they were talking about the, the play calling which upon further review, it's funny I say that, that was poor quarterback play. I would have loved to have had Kenny Pickett in that game. Would have Pickett been perfect? No. But Pickett would have been good enough to get the Steelers a Vic against the Cardinals and against the Patriots. So there are some people, I know there are some people celebrating that injury, which if you are, come on, that, that's a bad look. Don't do that. But there are people celebrating. And, and you really can't, you know, un- understand. Do you want bad fortune happening to you? Do you want people celebrating your injury? Come on, don't. But this is just what I'm talking about here. We're looking at the narrative and we're we're fans and we're going to be passionate about our team and we don't understand. We think we could do it better. Can we do it better? No, probably not. We can't. But that's just what's happening right now. And look, here's the thing. Right now, these are dark days in Pittsburgh and they're still, they are still potential playoff candidates if they turn it around i know i helped produce some raider shows for fans for sports network they were talking the other day at five and seven that hey this is still a possibility of a playoff team and you know what happened they went to overtime zero zero and lost by a field goal that's even worse than what's going on in pittsburgh I don't see them getting back in. Problems are everywhere in the NFL. All of a sudden, the Philadelphia Eagles lost two games in a row. My goodness, things for the Patriots. 
Patriots have five, excuse me, not the Patriots. Well, the Patriots are eliminated officially, even though they won this weekend. But the Chiefs, the Chiefs have lost two straight games now. They're eight and five. And they're the defending champs. Then you have a team that, instead of being snake bitten, my gosh, they're charmed, the Baltimore Ravens right now. But there's there's a lot going on in this league. And we're myopic because it's just us. It's just our problems are the ones that count the most. The Steelers' problems are bad. They could be worse. You've got to hope they could turn it around, though. But bad. If they make the playoffs, doesn't matter. They're going to lose in the first round. I'll still take it. Is is that wrong of me to say, hey, go to the playoffs and you'll be fine. At least you're a playoff team. Now, I don't care about the winning record. The winning record, Mike Tomlin's winning streak, winning record streak does not matter to me whatsoever. I agree with all of you on that. That that streak doesn't mean anything. But what it means is this team is not, this team's rock bottom is seven and six. Hopefully. Well, other teams rock bottom is a lot worse. This is where you are. And the arrow could be pointing up. And I think this team thinks that the arrow is pointing up. We got to believe it. So don't believe all the narratives. Because just because we think it doesn't mean that they don't think it or that they think it. So with that being said, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. This is the Fans First Sports Network. This is the Steelers affiliate, the Steel Curtain Network. And as always, I thank you, but I'm not apologizing for nothing.